everyone, welcome to the Wake Up Call on WHIP Radio. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app and on social media at WHIP Radio. Today we have some entertainment news with the Grammy Awards. We're also going to talk about some AI as well. And we got some love advice as well. I am Jay Matthews II, along with my lovely co-host, Corey Parker and Randy Lane. And ladies, how are we doing today? How are y'all feeling today? It's a nice little Tuesday morning, isn't it? It really is, and I liked how it kind of got a little hotter outside, which is nice. It's nice. The ice is melting, which is good. <laughs> it is melting, but girl, it's still 29 degrees. Yeah, but walking outside, it felt so nice today. It did. It, it did really feel did. Like I had it felt to take better off than my... that 15 degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's still freezing to me. Like, we talked about it before. Right. DMV, we haven't experienced this cold. At all. In a long time. <laughs> At so all. even though it's better, it's still it's such still... a rude awakening. And every morning, I feel like, am I going to get sick? When I leave this dorm today, like, will the cold hit me? Like, I never know. Well, the cold shouldn't hit you today, Corey, as the weather today is 42 degrees with a low of 27. It should be a cloudy day, but it looks sunny outside. So we'll see what happens throughout the day with the weather. But on Friday, I know this ain't the Friday crew, but on Friday, it will be 64 degrees. So be in tune for that. Yeah, be in tune for that. Be in tune for what should be a good Friday. You know, it's Friday, 64. Nice. Everybody just calming down. Mm-hmm. So it should be a good day. It should be a good day. Speaking of getting things under control and getting things together, we got some Temple news. Temple University Police Department will continue to work with the Philadelphia Police Department to increase and improve the shared resources and patrols on the main campus. So, ladies, let me ask y'all this. Will this improve Temple University's safety at the university? Because remember, there have been some issues with the safety at Temple and Philadelphia as a whole. So regarding Temple only, do you think that it will be safer with these new rules and planning in place? I'll say that it's a good move in the right direction. That's what I'll say. However, I'll believe it when I see it. Actions speak louder than words. Hello. Yeah. What about you, Corey? No, I agree 100% with you. Like, Actions will speak louder than words. They can say all this stuff, but if the actions aren't showing that they've actually taken a step towards better safety measures, I won't believe it. Yeah, I got to agree with you. Talk a lot. Mm -hmm. Talk a lot of talk, but not walk a lot of walk. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? All talk, no walk. But nah, I got to agree with y'all ladies, though. Um, This is a better step forward for what's been going on the past couple years. Like, I know you wasn't here, but... Um, Jason Wingard got fired because of issues like this where the safety on campus was just not, you know, in the right state of mind for him. So, therefore, now Temple is making a big step upwards to say, you know what, we got to make sure the school is safe, we got to make sure people come to the school, and we got to make sure people are safe. Go ahead, Randy. I mean, we have to remember, too, I agree with you completely, we have to remember, too, we're in the middle of North Philly. Hello. We're in the middle of North Philly. and. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a, we're in a community and we're college students. And some of these college students need to realize where they are. Right. They need to be aware of their surroundings and just take responsibility for themselves as well if you know the area like that. If you know what I mean? Right, yeah. right, right. So I'm not saying it's their fault, but we got to know where we are. But I think one safety measure personally I would like to see, it's not even safety as much as it's just really making it a campus, is like the dining areas, the food courts. The lines get so crazy long with not even Temple students. Yeah. Like, and that's something yeah. 
Like, I understand we are a public institution. We are technically open to the public. Yeah. But at the same time, I know at certain hours of the day, they don't allow people from the city. They don't allow minors. Exactly. Or just natives into our dining areas. But I would like to see it be throughout the day. Like, start afternoon-ish. Because I'm trying to go get my lunch. Mm-hmm. The line is packed, wrapped all around. There's Not like I would eat in there, but if I wanted to eat in there, there's a lot of tables filled with people that aren't Temple students. So, I don't know if we could have like hours that are meant for the public hours that are meant for students, so it's not always all at the same time. Because it gets so packed. So packed. Yeah, and then not having a dining hall on campus, like we only have one, not having like an actual real like dining, another one on campus really mm-hmm. makes it even harder because you're left with these other food options that are left open to the public. So it's like, oh, you got class at 12, you want to get something to eat real quick, but it's this long line, so what are you going to do? No, literally I had that problem yesterday. Like I went to the food court, I wanted to get some Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. And I saw that line was crazy long, so I was like, Panda Express it is. That line was wrapped around the corner as well. And I had a short amount of time. So I ended up spending money on Qdoba because the line was shorter. I, because I would have went way past my time I needed to be somewhere had I waited in line. The question is, what Chick-fil-A did you go to? The one at the sack or the one at Morgan? The one at Morgan. No, the one at Morgan's always. Well, they're both kind nah. of. Yeah, the one at Morgan. The one in the sack. The it's one crazy. in the sack now, the one in the sack is crazy. All you see is a thousand everywhere on the on the screen. Literally. I'm like, why is there a thousand? Like, why is there a thousand orders? Like, that makes no sense whatsoever. But then what they'll do is like, I've even like caught them out on it. Like, mm-hmm. they'll say my order is ready when it's not ready. I'm like, you told me my order is ready. Why isn't ready? She literally told me these exact words. We always just mark them all ready. Because it's good for their metrics. Yeah. Like, that's why they do it. But you're lying to me. I'm walking 10, 15 minutes to go to the food place thinking my food is ready, and I'm waiting another 40 minutes. Mm. Living. That's why I end up spending money on food all the time. And my parents only give me a certain amount of money. So I'm already down to $40, parents. So if you're listening to me, <laughs> please donate to the Corey Fund. Well, Corey, I do have another question. I actually have a question for both of you ladies. What else does Temple need to do to ensure that it is a safety environment at Temple? Hmm. That's a tough question because what can you do? Honestly, Temple has already done a fair amount, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What about what do you think, Corey? Anything coming? Well, my thing is, is it with Temple's campus safety or is it the safety when we walk off? campus no, no, I feel no, like no. generally on campus I feel very safe okay so you feel safe so you feel safe at temple you feel you feel safe yeah, on campus but it's that. when I walk off temple mm. like if I'm going to the IBC which is very rare I don't think I could go there by myself okay really no because of that neighborhood like yeah. that neighborhood I like... mean I'm more scared of the area than I am on campus like there's times when I'm walking by myself and I see someone that's definitely not a student and it's like okay I just need to be aware of you mm-hmm. but I know where you are but it's really when I'm walking off campus, I'm going on the train, that I actually get scared. Yeah. Nah, it, it, it be like that, though. It really do be like that. And like you said, you said a couple minutes ago, Randy, like, we're in North Philadelphia. Like, right. it's, yeah. a cra- it's a crazy area. But um, to ensure the safety, y'all know the officers be out there all night. Kudos to them. Mm-hmm. They're doing a great job making sure everybody's safe. They'll be at Pilot Walk, Leah Course Walk. They'll be everywhere. So good on them. Um, like you mentioned, Corey, outside of Temple, you probably gonna have to talk to Philadelphia PD about that. 
Right. Because I don't know if t- what Temple's going to do with that. But they've been doing a good job, though. So I would say with the security guards, just stay out there just a little bit longer. Be out there just a little bit longer. And things will go well. Things will go smooth, though. So, uh, yeah. But Temple, they're doing a great job. The safety's doing a good job. Glad everyone here is safe. What's up, Corey? No, but, like, on your point about, like, the safety and everything, too, <clears throat> I think people could complain about safety, but then my question for them would be, are you really utilizing the resources Temple has? Mm. Like, we have the people that can walk with you. Yeah. yeah. You have Temple the escorts, Flight. Yeah. The escorts, mm-hmm. Temple Flight. So if you feel scared, try to do something that can help you prevent that feeling. Call an escort. Don't be ashamed to use it. Call or get on the flight. Don't be ashamed mm-hmm. to use it. Like, if you really do feel unsafe on campus, utilize the resources Temple has given us, and don't just... I guess complain about the safety if you're not doing what you could do. I guess is my thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely for real. Use all the resources. But we do have some filling news. Cap demolition to close I-95 North for 36 hours starting February 3rd through the 5th in Center City, Philadelphia. We also got some announcements as well. Smooth Cafe tonight will have their induction night at 5 p.m. at the Underground. You do not want to miss it. Temple Talk has their volunteer meeting at 5 p.m. in Annisburg, Room 201, if interested. And one of our favorite organizations that we had the pleasure of interviewing, HSO, the Haitian organization, will have their meeting tonight about Haitian liberation from 5.30 to 7.30 in room 223 at the Student Center. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we got some AI news. We're also going to talk about some pie as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Matthews second, Randy Lane, Corey Parker. We will be back on the wake-up call, so make sure you tune into that. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wake Up Call. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app and on social media at WHIP Radio and Wake Up Call as well. I am Jay Matthews second, along with Corey Parker and Randy Lane. And ladies, can I just tell y'all something right quick? Yes, let's hear it. Today is National Pie Day and not what you see in math, what, like, the actual dessert. Oh, I was, <laughs> I, was, I was actually thinking math pie day. Nah, nah, it's not that day, though. It's not that day, but it is National Pie Day, the dessert, where you just eat it, boom, and then you have a nice time with the dessert. But speaking of National Pie Day, it's time to play one of our favorite games that we love this whole semester, Top 5, and we're going to talk about Top 5 Pies. So... Who gonna kick this bad boy off? I don't think I have five, yo. I think I got two pies. <laughs> okay, okay. What? Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it, Randy. Let's hear it. Um, sweet potato pie. Okay. And then apple pie are like my See, favorite pies. You to go for that. You to go for that. Ew. Why is that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's whoa. No, 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 Corey. What's your? What's your top Ew. five? Ew. No. Wait, no, what no, is no, you no. ill? <laughs> it's the apple pie for me. We don't, you don't do that. Like whoa, 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 whoa. Number one, sweet potato pie. Number two, pumpkin pie. Number three, okay, this is a dumb question, but I feel like <laughs> peach cobbler could be considered a pie. Nah, facts, facts. No, yeah, because I was facts. I, mean, I love peach cobbler. Because I would say that's three, but like it's yeah. technically a cobbler, but it gives it pasta. Um, gives pie. I don't know why I said <laughs> pasta. It gives pie to me. So that would be third. Fourth, what other types of? There's blueberry Ooh, pie. cherry pie. Yep, cherry pie, key lime pie. Ooh, okay, so key lime pie would be four. And the number five would be the crust. Okay, mm-hmm. hear me out, hear me out. Yeah. 
the crust of an apple pie. I don't like the apples of the pie. Okay. It's just not giving what Why? it needs to give. But the crust, because you know how the crust is kind of like soaked in like the apple, what would it be called? Like the apple. The filling. Filling, but not necessarily the apple. Mm-hmm. I love the apple crust. I will literally get an apple pie when we have it at the house, and I'll just eat the crust because it's like soaked in the apple filling. But I don't want the apples itself. You might as well just eat a toaster strudel. Low key, but like there's something <laughs> I didn't think about that. We just have the apple pie. I'll warm it up, take out the apple, and eat the crust. Okay, okay. But what about apple pie makes you so right? Makes you so gimpy about it. It's like... the apple. It's the apple. It's what like, you mean? Is the apple? I just don't like. I can't do the apple. Like the texture, how the it's everything. I love apples. The color of it, like no, it looks beautiful. It's so <laughs> stunning. It gives like Christmas decoration, mm-hmm. but. I just can't do the apple okay. in the pie. It's like a type of crunchy that I don't want to deal with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. Um, I'm going to say my top five. Number five, King Lime Pie. Not the biggest fan of it. It's all right. Um, I'm going to say number four, Pumpkin Pie. Mm, it's decent. You know, it can do some flavor, some texting. Number three, Coconut Pie. Good pie. Great pie. <laughs> you, Brandy's giving me this face. No, no, no. To each their own. What to coconut each, pie? I just I don't I know I that don't like coconut. Sound like a good no. Nah, no, nah, it's good. It's good. It's, it's really like, good. Like okay. Sometimes I question. What taste buds? What with coconut pie? That's a thing. It just how do you yeah? Eat it? Like how, why would you voluntarily eat that? What coconut cream pie? Why would you eat coconut? Period. Coconut it's is good. Sour. No, not coconut. Coconut cream pie is good. Coconut, nah. Bombastic cider. <laughs> no. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go with blueberry pie, and number one, I'm gonna go with apple, apple pie. Both of y'all today with these pies, you were apple pie, you were blueberry pie. Like, yo, like, what's up with y'all with these pies? Wait, did you? You didn't mention sweet potato pie, black card revoked. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay, but low key, I'm no. not even mad at you because like, <laughs> there's things that are considered black people things that I just not, I'm not here for. Like Ooh. sweet tea? You don't like sweet tea? No. No, no, no. I don't like sweet tea. You don't like sweet tea? No. I don't. I like Kool-Aid, but oh, it's sweet Oh, yeah. Tea. Only when I'm sick. Yeah, that's when the tea kicks in. But nah, other than no. that. No. But Even like when I'm sick. ice sweet tea. Like, no. <sighs> but I could do an Arnold Palmer. I don't know what that is. You know what Arnold Palmer is? I heard of it. Really? I've heard of it. It's lemonade and sweet tea. That's it? Nah, I can't mm. do that. It's very good. <laughs> I can't do it's that. It's really good. Are, are y'all a big fan of pies, though, or like, nah, nah? Only Patty LaBelle? Her... Please, you don't like it? Literally, listen, I love Patty LaBelle. She's from Philly. I love her so much. However, I would want her to make me a pie rather than going out to buy a pie from a store that she slapped her <laughs> name on. Yo, Randy is saying a lot of stuff today that's giving me bombastic side eyes. Yo, any any other dessert y'all like? Um, I love croissants. Is that a dessert? No. I guess with chocolates really. on it or something. Mm-mm. That's not a dessert. That's, that's, that's like more a breakfast. Pastry. breakfast. Yeah, that's more breakfast. But that's basically... Breakfast? Okay. Croissants? Eh, I guess so. But I like croissants with, like, Nutella or something like that. That's mm. kind of sweet. I guess not a dessert, but it's, like, it's a sweet little thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what about you, Corey? For me... Let me tell you, there's three things. Okay. Mind you, I'm a chocolate person. Like, I love chocolate. Facts. Not chocolate ice cream, but I love chocolate. Mm-hmm. So, chocolate cake. A brownie and a chocolate chip cookie. So Insomnia's Brookie and I are locked in. Like that thing, you get the brownie on the bottom, the chocolate chip cookie on the top. You eat it, you get some of both. When I tell you that right there feeds my soul, it feeds me. 
Like, it's the best thing ever. Brownies, though, I'm obsessed with. Anytime I go to Chick-fil-A, I get a brownie. Honey Girl, I get a brownie. Qdoba, I got a brownie. Insomnia, I get a brookie. Always a brownie. I didn't know all those places had brownies. Every place. Every, every place got a brownie. Even a 7-Eleven got a brownie. <laughs> I don't know if theirs would be good, though. No, nah, those used to be good. They used really? to be good. Yeah, they used to be good. I, who has the best brownie? Uh, who? Chick-fil-A has I a... I don't know. No. Ooh. I don't know. Let me, I'm not going to say that, actually. Chick-fil-A has a really good brownie. Mm. Their brownies are bomb. Is it gooey on the inside? Is it like crispy on like the outside, kind of like on the top, like the chocolate is, or no? It's not gooey because it comes in the bags, mm-hmm. but it's very good. And if you warmed it up yourself, it'd probably be gooey. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a fan of eating pie at all. I'll say another dessert. I'm a big cupcake guy. So, you know, yeah, like them little chocolate cupcakes and vanilla cupcakes. And then I'll take a sugar cookie. Not so big on chocolate. Ch- Why you give me that face? Y'all are saying How? Today. Sugar cookies is good. You don't like sugar cookies? You? Not over chocolate chips. Nah, nah. Yeah. See, you tripping. You tripping. You bucking right what now. What type of cupcakes do you eat? I'll, excuse me. I'll do like vanilla. I'll do some chocolate. I won't do no red velvet though, but that's really the only two. Red velvet's red velvet is bomb. Nah. Okay, dang. I was gonna ask you that. Do you guys think red velvet is chocolate? Or I no? was told it that. is. It is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a red like dye, it. but it doesn't taste like chocolate. Yeah, because they got the red dye. They got the red dye in it. Mandela effect or whatever. You know how like Fruit Loops are all <laughs> the same exact flavor, but we think that they're different flavors. They're different flavors. No, I haven't eaten not. cereal forever. Same exact flavor. What? Yeah, no, I haven't eaten I'm, cereal in a break. I literally had it for the first time, like, in months when I was home from winter break. And I was shocked. You guys aren't living life right now. Living life? We are living life. We don't eat no cereal life. anymore. We eat that oatmeal. Nah, I nah. I love oatmeal, but I have the, do you guys like cream of wheat? No. Yes. No. My mom makes very good cream of I wheat. Cream of wheat. That with, like, some bacon. You dip the bacon in it. When I tell you, Jay, you're not, you're what, not you like grits? experiencing. Ooh. Grits. You don't like grits either? Grits? You see, I would respect you if you said you like grits over cream of wheat. Grits? But now, you don't like grits? No, nah. nah, I'm with him on that. Do you put cheese <laughs> or do you put sugar? I don't like grits sugar. either, but... Oh. I would you res- put cheese on it or something like I that or not? Nah. grits. So you just wheat. have to either like cream of wheat or grits. Yeah, it's just... To not, fit in. That's not my forte. <laughs> that is not my forte at all. I can't do no grits, none of that. No. That's I just like my eggs and bacon and waffles, then we straight. Okay. You feel waffles me? are bomb. Eggos? Come on now. Come on now. Come the on vanilla? Now. No. Thick and, the thick and fluffy uh, brown cinnamon. Thick and fluffy brown cinnamon. I've only had the thick and fluffy vanilla, I think. Do no. they have that? I have no idea. <laughs> I've had thick and fluffy, but I don't know if it was that one in particular. <laughs> nah, but speaking of like testing out things and testing out all these foods and testing out all these objects and whatnot, there's something else that's being tested right now. Let's talk about it. TikTok tested AI songs that use large language and models and lyric generation. And me and my mom talked about this over the break. And we talked about how AI was getting out of control with getting all these voices and getting all these pictures and going on. So, ladies, let me ask y'all this. Is AI getting too out of control? Okay, so... It's tricky. It's really tricky because AI, you know, has given us some really cool, some really cool things. Like, have y'all seen the SpongeBob edits with the songs and everything? Oh yeah, and they sound oh yeah, so real. Like AI has given us entertainment. However, I would say from like a work standpoint, people are kind of losing out on jobs. People are um, having their songs stolen. So. I don't know. I would say I would say we definitely need to reel it back with AI and just 
Yeah, you need to reel it back a little bit, just a little bit. No, I love AI. AI and our best friends, and not Temple. I don't use it for that. Promise right. you. But I use it for <laughs> routines. I use AI for routines like when i want to go to the gym <laughs> when i've thought about going to the gym at least like i will ask them to create me a workout if i'm having a situation like there was an instance before where i really just wanted to stay in but my friends wanted to go out and i needed a nice way to respectfully decline <laughs> the idea of going out mm-hmm. so i asked ai what's a nice way to get out of the situation and so it told me or if i need help for like i don't know sending a letter I'll ask AI. If I need just general advice, I'll ask AI. But at the same time, it definitely is a little bit creepy at times. It definitely is kind of getting out of hand. And Mm -hmm. as it's progressing, it's getting even stronger and better. And it's also because we're feeding it information. AI runs off of information we're feeding it. So the more we feed it, the better and crazier it's going to get. So I definitely do agree with you and your mom how it's becoming insane but it's because of us if we weren't feeding into it i strongly believe it wouldn't be as crazy as it is but at the same time i feel like ai is a great thing i love it i think it's a great creation i'm scared for the future in a little bit because jobs will be removed because of ai it's Mm -hmm. gonna be able to do things that you know people have jobs for now like my mom she is in like consulting and people have to write proposals she found out that people are using chat gbt and ai to write the proposals Mm. so like you no longer need to write proposals anymore because of ai so it's going to be crazy but i think it's a great thing the thing with ai is that they're not getting consent of the per like they're not getting consent of the person that they're doing the voice with if y'all know what i mean like they're not getting consent of the person like if that person were to pass away and then you're getting his voice off you're getting his or her voice off of ai they're not getting consent. They're not getting funds of it. They're not getting none of it. So it's like, if you're going to do all this, if you're going to do all these lyrics and you're going to do all these voice impersonations, then at least get the consent first. Then you do Then you do the AI stuff, drop the lyrics, X, Y, Z. But I got to say, yeah, AI is kind of getting out of control a little bit because just of that consent part when y'all talking about using large languages and lyric models and then replacing um, those original voices with AI voices. It's just kind of get out of control. And maybe, does it need to be stopped? I don't know. I'm going to ask y'all that. Does it, needs to be, does it need to be stopped? Because, like, you talked about it. Go ahead, Randy. I was just going to say, didn't the Grammys just nominate an AI, like, song for... Like, they did? They did. That's did, crazy. Did they, I, was, I was reading about it, and I read that I think it was, like, the Grammys nominated. It was either this year or this this upcoming year that they nominated like not an it wasn't an ai artist but it was like a song made from ai i want to yeah. say but there's also that ai artist that ai influencer from instagram heart likes uh heart on my sleeve that's what it's called heart on my sleeve maybe it's by ooh is it about a weekend they said it's yeah it's a ai voice modeling the sounds of drake and the weekend ghostwriter 977 what does that even mean? I, that, that that's a songwriter. But, you know, people are using yeah. AI, like, to write songs and everything. I think in the article they were talking about how people, like, can hum a beat to a song, mm-hmm. and AI will make you a beat and, like, basically produce the whole song for you. No, that's not. No. <laughs> Soon, the, like, I know that the robots already kind of rule the world now, <laughs> but <laughs> we're taking away jobs from people, like, with the whole actor strike that just happened and writer strike that just happened, one of the reasons why they were striking was because AI. 
was writing scripts and taking away jobs from them and also taking away means for them to support themselves. So I'm just we have to learn what to do with this is AI is very useful. Not going to lie. Every innovation we have in technology, very useful. It's made to make our lives easier. Right. However, we have to figure out how to work with it and how to utilize it properly so that people can still have a job at the end of the day and that people still get the credit they deserve at the end of the day. But how can we actually stop that if AI is evolving? Like, that's the thing. I 100% agree with you, but I feel like AI is only evolving. It's not going to go backwards. If anything, it's just going to get crazier and worse when in regards to taking people's jobs. Like, I don't think we're going to move backwards. I think AI is only progressing. We've talked about robots. We've Mm -hmm. talked about the self-driving cars. We've talked about, I don't know if y'all saw Megan, but Megan, robots are being created. In one of my classes I took last semester... This guy married some, like, robot. Yeah. It was weird. I'll have to find it. But he married a robot. Like, she wasn't real or nothing. But it was a robot. So people are getting married to them. We're driving cars driven by nobody. It's literally driven by robots and AI and whatnot. We're only evolving. We're not taking steps back. What was that? What, what was he on? An episode of My Strange Addiction or something? Like, no, let me find it. Like, you marrying robots now and whatnot, but does AI need to be stopped? I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Y'all are mentioning... No way he actually... No way. They married. Was he okay? I don't know. He's like, straight. He good. Is he? Man marries robot he built himself. I mean, hey. Huh? Hey. What? What? Else floats his boat. And a robot's gonna fold his b- what? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But um, what were we talking about AI? Yeah, is it getting out of control? I don't know. We talked about it last week. We talked about the robots and whatnot, and we talked about how they're taking over the world in a sense where people are losing their jobs. In a sense where, excuse me, flying cars are a big, big concern. So, does it need to be stopped? It has to calm down. Right. I don't think it needs to be stopped. I mean, it needs to calm down. This is the future. This is what it looks like. Honestly, people have been talking about it. 2020. I'm, I, know, I know 2020 was COVID, but it's like mm-hmm. a lot of people talked about how 2020s and the 2020s, the future going to change. It's going to be meet the Robinsons all over again and whatnot. So does it need to be stopped? No, but I mean, it does need to calm down a little bit. But speaking of... Go ahead, no, go but like to your point, like COVID-19, that whole virtual era, I think really did contribute to where we are today. Like because we were so... Virtual, we had to be virtual for work, for everything. It forced us to come up with technological advancements, you know, in ways that we never would have experienced before had COVID not happened. Because through COVID-19, we have Zooms. We have the ability to blur our background, make cool backgrounds, Mm -hmm. make it look like I'm sitting on a beach and you're sitting in your house in this bougie library, to make it look like you're in a jungle. Like, you literally can choose your background and stuff like that. There's new, like companies that were created that can produce whole like game shows for you virtually through zoom yeah that's not ai but that just shows you the technological advancements we've had as a result of covid so i definitely can see and i like that you made that point because Mm -hmm. covid19 not only told us that we can live in a digital world but it's also taken us to new levels with ai with robots and with just technology in general that i believe we would not have experienced as soon as we are at least had that not happened that's very true. Mm. That's very true. Heck, That's that magic true. show. Y'all were here for that. Right. Yeah. That happened as a result of COVID. And if you go to one of his real productions, he has, like, people. I didn't even see them on the show, but they were taking pictures of us. 
Like, so he sent us pictures of all of our reactions when things were happening. That's technology through Zoom. Even I didn't even know you could do that. Nah, that was that was the good old days, you know, doing the backgrounds. And when I had Travis Scott in my background one time, it was dope. Like the Travis Scott concert, because I seen it on a video, and I was like, let me just do this and try this in class. And if they say something, that's great. They don't. Great. That's great. They right. That's great. Like I was a senior, so it's like. I didn't really care what they said. But speaking of things getting out of control, California and this woman, Jesus Christ. What's up with these Stanley Cups, though? Because this California woman, a California woman, was arrested for allegedly stealing 65 Stanley Cups from a store. Let me say that again. This California woman was arrested after allegedly stealing... 65 Stanley Cups from a store. What are your reactions? And why is this cup a big deal? That's really funny to me. Like, That's hilarious, like, actually. What? No, stealing a Stanley Cup, I think, is a different level of just insanity. It's a great... Actually, we've talked about this, too. Like, it's a great water bottle, but I would never steal a Stanley. They're more aesthetic than they are good quality water bottles, I feel like. My thing is this. What's the big deal of the Stanley Cup? They're fashionable. They're cute. They're really pretty. Like, they're aesthetic. I get a, I, I see them cups. I can get a regular cup from Target and call it a day. But it's also the brand. Like, think about it. What was that that um brand that all the sorority girls were wearing? Something Goose? Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the... It looked like homeless shoes. Like, it looked... Like, they didn't look all that good. But because of the brand's name, it brought a lot of attention to it. Oh, no, Stanley. What's that name? Brandy Goose? It's like loose goose. It's it's something like that. It's what all all the Visco girls were like. Oh. Yeah, but it looked it looked like really low quality. But it's this very expensive brand. But because the name has so much attention, right. People are obsessed with it, even though uh-huh. the product necessarily, personally, yeah. doesn't look all that great. So I think it's kind of the same thing with the Stanleys. It's the name of it. It's the fact that they're catering to a bunch of holidays. It's become I feel like that really girly thing. Um, you want one for Christmas? Here's your Christmas one. You want one for Valentine's Day? Here's a Valentine's Day one. You want one that's partnered with Target? Here you go, girl. You got one partnered with Target. If you want a metallic one, get a metallic one. If you want a black one, you can get a black one. If you want a large one or a small one, you have that. You have so much freedom. And it's dishwasher safe. It's so bulky, though. Depending on the one you're getting. Like the 20, 30-ounce one, you can fit in my cup holder. Randy, what about you? Literally, I don't know where these cups came from. I don't either. But I think now I want one. Get one. Oh <laughs> I'll give you one. Y'all seen how we got Randy hip just now? Just just from a Stanley cup? We need to get you one. No, I'm not getting that for what? Waste my money, waste my time. This woman's talking about stealing 65. Why do you need 65 Stanley cups? Because people are reselling them. For $300 on StockX. How much do they usually cost? It depends on, so if you're getting the 30-ounce one, it's $35. 40-ounce is 45 20-ounce is 25 That's not bad. It's not bad. Mm-mm. mm-mm. And I, they're heat safe. I ain't, I ain't like getting put, no like, Stanley coffee Cup. coffee or something in it? Yeah. Not in the ice floor. The ice floor is only cold. I, yeah, I'm not, I ain't getting no Stanley Cup. Uh-uh, I ain't, I ain't doing that. I, y'all have fun with that. Y'all have <laughs> fun with drinking out of the cup and whatnot. I'm not doing that because... I can do. I can get the same thing from a Target. I can get the same thing from um, what's the other store? Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, I can get the same thing, cheaper price, same cup. Drink my water, coffee, whatever. 
I'm not getting no Stanley Cup though. And then the fact that she got arrested for 65, like I, I don't see why that's such a big deal because of the name brand. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I feel yeah, like it's no. embarrassing. It is embarrassing going to jail yeah, for, <laughs> for 65 Stanley cups. cups. Yeah. Like, like for what? You're gonna risk your life for some cups? Think no, about it's crazy. it. Where I work though, like we sold Stanley cups. These people came in and they bought like 30 of them because they were reselling them for more expensive prices. So it's definitely an investment. Hmm. You should get one, Randy. I, I really, I think you've sold me. I really do. I need a new water bottle anyway. Okay. This would help me out, but I don't know. It's not that bad of a price. Mm-hmm. I just, I hate spending money, so I'm going to have to work myself up to it. But it's, I think you've sold yeah, me. Yeah, you should get it. Get would the ice flow if you like the cold. Would y'all have like an invention where it's like, any invention, like, would it be like food or technology? Would y'all have any invention in mind? Like, for, like... Just anything. Just anything. Do you guys remember those, like, infomercials or commercials for those cups that were also, like, a stack holder? And then the bottom was a liquid, and you could drink your apple juice and eat your pretzels at the yes, same I time? Yes, I do remember those. I really wanted one so bad. So, that would be... I wouldn't invent that, because okay. it's already, you know, invented. Looks like, Stanley, looks like Stanley got some competition, you feel me? I would, I would buy that with my Stanley cup. Okay. What about you, Corey? I'm trying to think. An invention? No. I don't think it's any invention. No, there's services okay. that I would invent. So, what type of services? A college um, room service. Mm. That's that so be, bougie. Tell me that, that wouldn't mean? be epic. <laughs> what is that? So, like, they deliver the food to your room. For example, at Temple, get rid of the dining halls because no one's going all the way to JH from other sides of town. Like from Vantage all the way to JH. Vantage, yeah. um, Temple Towers, 1300 Morgan. Yeah. No one's walking all the way. To Jane H for mediocre food. Get rid of, I'm proposing, to get rid of the dining hall, keep the student center food courts, and get rid of the Morgan one. So that can be a home base for the room service. They already got rid of the Morgan one. But the Morgan food court. Oh, the Morgan food court. Okay, okay, got you. Got and make you. that in J&H your room service bases. Because everyone's not going to be eating at the same time. Yeah. But let's think about it. How many times do you eat in your room? Most I cook the all the time. But most of the time, yeah, right? Of the time, yeah. Yeah. And everyone's eating at different times. So imagine if you order it in advance. Let's say you're in class. You're going to be back at your room 1140. They can deliver it to you. Tell me that's not great. Hmm. Let me hear the business side of this, <laughs> Corey. All right, Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the business side of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the benefit would be it's people can avoid the lines. Okay. Right? It'll be at your fingerprints at your fingertips like you don't have to wait it's coming right to you so it's convenient you don't have to it's times like this when it's super cold outside we don't have to go outside for the cold we can easily eat in our rooms without actually having to go out worrying about the lines and worrying about the times we don't have to worry about being lied to because now it's going to be delivered at the correct time because not everyone's ordering at the same time we still have access to food courts so if you want to go out you can go there too but like you have the ability to just you know have it delivered to your room. And a lot of the time we're eating in our rooms anyway. And like on the weekends especially, when the food courts are closed, just being able to say, yo, I want my food delivered to my room, you can have that. And you could also even change the type of foods we offer. It could be like dining hall food. It's just being delivered to us instead of us having to go. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that, though. I, mine's going to be technology-based. But coming up next, we have some entertainment news. The 66th Annual Grammy Awards are coming up soon, and you'll never guess who the performers are. Also, this as well, we got some love advice in store for y'all. So make sure y'all tune in. Make sure y'all come back. This is The Wake Up Call. Jay Matthews second, Corey Parker, Randy Lane. We'll be right back after the breaks. 
Good morning to WHIP Wake Up Call. Find us on the iHeartRadio and Radio FX app and on social media at WHIP Radio and Wake Up Call. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a honor to interview one of the smartest minds here at Temple University today. Let's just get the track record of what we got. Not only is she a freshman, excuse me. Not only is she a freshman, excuse me, but she is also part of the Fox Honors Program. And she is part of Phi Alpha Delta Organization, which focuses on the aspect of law. However, today she's in the studio to talk about everything academics, staying on top of her work, and is an honor student, and how to balance school, sanity, and social life. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Morgan Pill. to be here it's so exciting to have you guys t morgan's my roommate all the way from dmvj she's another yeah. dmv from where pg county in the house yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and she used to live in dc i used to live in southeast man no okay no <laughs> no he's a d you know dmv randy goes so strong the Philadelphia announcement. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. He needs to come to D.C. You'll have, you'll have fun in D.C. <laughs> no, you need to come visit the ZMV. But anyway, you're on Wake Up Call Morgan. So the first question we have to ask you is, what's your wake-up routine? Um, I really don't have one, to be honest. But I really try to, like, I'm trying to be my Bible girly, like my Bible yes. girly self. So I do my devotionals every morning. But I try to keep, like, a chill morning. So, like, I can focus on my classes. I love that. Okay. So, you said you don't really have that much of a morning routine. But would you say you are more of a morning person or a night person? I'm definitely a night owl. Like, I can stay up till the butt crack of dawn. But I definitely can get up if I need to. She a real one. I'm so sorry. No. (laughs) But that's real. That's real. Because, like, especially as a college student, the night times are just the best times. Like, you can stay up. No one's bothering you. You're mm-hmm. in your quiet time. In your zone. In your zone. Like, no work. I mean, sometimes you do have work. Yeah. But. but it's dangerous for my 8 a.m. It I can't is. can't be staying up for my 8 a.m. I really did that to myself. No, it's crazy. I don't understand how you 8 a.m. people do it. Like, there's something special for, about you guys. Because 8 a.m. classes, like, how are you mentally prepared by that time? I'm fine. Like, like sometimes it's like, you really are. You really are. It's like you're That's crazy. I I don't think I could ever do that. So, Morgan, you're only a freshman, and so we just finished our first semester, and we're on to our spring semester, so you made it halfway through freshman year. Hello. So, how would you say freshman year has been so far? Are you enjoying it? Are you hating it? Has college met your expectations? I'm enjoying it. I definitely... My favorite part is definitely, like, the people. Like, definitely not school. I love school, but the people I've met has really made my college experience. Going out, having a social life, like, it's really done it for me. My first semester, I did pretty well, but this semester, I'm really locked in. Like, last semester, I can't lie, I was partying a lot. This semester, I'm real locked in. Period. We love to be locked in. We talked about that before, you know, staying on your ground. Yeah, of course, staying locked in all the time. Staying locked in all (laughs) All the the time, time. all the time. (laughs) So, considering it's just the beginning of spring semester, spring semester just started, what, last week? 
Yeah, crazy. something like yeah, last week. Yeah. Last week. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any academic or just like general college goals? You are are you are in the Fox Honors program, so it's definitely different than the non honors program. So, do you have any academic goals, whether it's related to certain classes that are honor related, general courses, or just college in life in college in general? I would say my academic goal for this semester is to make the dean's list. I was so close mm. last semester, but this semester I'm really pushing myself to get that 3.78. I'm so close. Um, as far as just college in general, just stepping outside of my comfort zone. This is outside of my comfort zone, so I'm really proud of myself for yes. being here right you now. Should be. You should but be. just stepping outside of my comfort zone and having fun meeting new people. I love that. Okay, okay, okay. So... Tell us a little bit about your major. We mentioned earlier that you are in the Fox Honors Program. Obviously, there's so many majors in Fox. Fox is probably, no offense, Klein, the biggest school at Temple. Can we agree on that? No. What do you think is the <laughs> did biggest? You, did you just see who we just honored? Did you just see who we just honored? Quinta Brunson? Did you, did you not That doesn't mean it? it's the biggest school. Uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of is, though. You produce great people, but Fox is probably one of the biggest Side I know. I would have to agree. Yeah, I would say it's the biggest. Like we're like its own thing. We're at its own college. Right. It has the most people. It ain't the best though. (laughs) It ain't the best. Bombastic side eye. But anyway, tell us about your more major, Morgan. What is your major this year? Are you minoring in anything? Tell us about it. I am a legal studies major, but I want to declare my minor this semester in event and entertainment management. Okay. I think that's in STHM. Whatever that stands for. Right. But um, I'm a legal studies major. I want to be a lawyer, entertainment. So I'm really excited. Yeah, I love that. Okay, Miss Suits. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Lawyer type stuff, nighttime, planning events. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, really excited. <laughs> so you're in the Fox Honors Program, which is a big accomplishment. Congratulations. For, as a fr- That's amazing as a freshman. That really is a flex. Thank you. So, tell us about the program. How is it being a student in the program? How have you kind of dealt with your course load? Tell us more about that. I love it, honestly. There's so many, like, advantages to being in the Fox Honors Program. Um, My advisors, Lori and Matt, like, you just get a lot of advantages. The classes are smaller. They're more personal. The student-to-teacher ratio is, like, 20 to 1, like, instead of these big lecture classes. So I definitely, um, I definitely love it. Like, you get to really make connections with your teachers more, which is really helpful. I think a common misconception is that it's harder when it's really not. It's just more discussion based, but the work is not any more than my regular classes. And do you feel like you're getting something out of this program? Like you're getting your money's worth in a better, for lack of a better word. Definitely, like my peers, the people that are in the program with me, like just building those connections and networking with people, going to these events, making connections with my teachers. I definitely feel like when I graduate, I'll definitely have a great network to, you know, help me jumpstart my career. So how did you get into the program? Really high school. I was really locked in in high school. Um, I just really focused on my grades. I didn't even know Temple had a Fox Honors program hmm. until they sent me a letter and said, hey, you got admitted to the Fox Honors program. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just really was locked in in high school. I know what you mean about being locked in in high school. It was, oh my gosh. And then to really do all the work and then get here and have to do more work to really grind to get the career you want. And it's so admirable what you're doing and 
I'm really proud of you, honestly. Thank I don't even you. know you like that, and you're doing a lot. Thank you so much. So, being an honor student, it's expected for you to do your work in classes, uh, classes that are more rigorous than others, but you just said that classes are pretty chill for you, probably because you are an honor student, but <laughs> um, do you find it to be kind of true and, and at some times when you're doing your work with academics, like, do you ever get overwhelmed with the course load, or is it pretty manageable? I would say it's pretty manageable. I am, like, super nerdy, so, like, Every time in the beginning of semester, I go through all of my syllabuses or syllabi and make a whole spreadsheet of every single class or every single assignment I have for the entire semester. So I never really miss an assignment. It's just kind of how I like make sure I'm not stressed out throughout the semester. But I wouldn't say it's too hard or not manageable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Morgan. Hi. What's up, girl? <laughs> oh, let me ask you this. <laughs> When it comes to your work and studying habits, what are some of the ways that you study and stay on top of your work? Oh, I'm such a bad studier, but I need to go to the library. Like, I can't study in my room. It's I'm so unproductive. I would just say being somewhere in an environment that other people are doing the same thing that you're doing, where if you're not studying, you look out of place. I think the library is definitely, like, where I can focus. So that's really how I study, just going somewhere where I'm not going to be distracted. Okay, okay. Now, let's talk about how you balance that schoolwork and also staying, staying in that social life. Because, you know, when you party and all that and when you got to maintain academics, you know, it gets tricky. But how do you plan to balance all that? Or, like, what do you do to balance all that at the same time, having a social life, doing classes, being the smart young lady that you are? How do you balance all that? Thank you. Um, I definitely think having a good support system is so important. I think leaning on the people when you do get stressed Meeting people that are completely outside of your major and connecting with people that have nothing to do with school is so important to kind of disconnect from academics and just making sure that you stay sane and have a good social life. That's good. That's good. Now, you talked about you're from PG. I am. How did um, PG County, if y'all know what PG County is, it's Prince George's County in Maryland. Um, but, DMV. Exactly, like DMV. <laughs> but talk about how you have adapted to, how you adapted that culture to Temple, like, how did that all come about? Did you feel like, okay, if I go from PG all the way to Temple, that I would feel comfortable, I would feel fine? Like, how did you feel about that? Definitely. I mean, PG County is black excellence at its finest. Amen. <laughs> so Amen. I think coming here and being surrounded by so many diverse cultures has really helped me. It wasn't a culture shock when I came here because I already knew a lot of, like, you know, you're going to find different types of people. And so I think PG definitely prepared me for the diversity of the world. Um and, you know, PG County, I went to Flowers, so... C.H. Flowers? C.H. Flowers, mm. Mecca of Excellence. I graduated from Flowers, so, you know, they definitely do prioritize academics there. I don't know about right now, but <laughs> <laughs> when I was there, they definitely prioritize academics, and so just staying on top of your work was really important. No. So, like, in what ways do you feel like Flowers in high school prepared you for college? Like, you said the school, at least when you were there, was good academically, but, like, how do you think they really prepared you to get to where you are here at Temple in the honors? Yeah, well, to be fair, I was only at Flowers for one year. I would say Bullis. I went to the Bullis School in Montgomery County. Bullis provided me so much structure and just being, like, wake up, do your homework, go to school, go to practice. I was an athlete. And go to practice, like, I just learned so much structure and so much organization, and I think I apply that now to my life just if I'm not structured, if I don't have a plan, I'm not organized, and it all kind of unravels. What sport did you play? 
I ran track. Mm. She's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> Wait, are you a runner or are you a sprinter? I 200, 400. Mm, okay. Yeah. What is that? The like halfway around the track and then all the way around the track. You see, you tracker people, like, I would never understand those terminology, like, the terminology. What, two by four? Yeah, what is that? It's just... Like, that's like a what, a square? It's a relay. No, it's a relay. <laughs> 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 like, it's Yo. oval. It's like a circle. But when I think of, like, two by four, I'm thinking, like, a shape. Like, no. I would... No, 200. So, four people run a 200. It's mm-hmm. a relay. So, you pass the baton and then you keep going. No way. You really thought it meant a square, yo? <laughs> no, like, I've never even heard of a two-by-four, like, related to sports. No, that's true. No, that's so cool. So, we talked about earlier how you're a part of this law SPO at Temple. If you guys aren't in the Fox school, you may not know what an SPO is. So, Morgan, you want to highlight what the SPOs are first of all, and then talk about what this law SPO is all about, and who would you advise join this SPO? Well, SPOs are student professional organizations. It's really cool for Fox students. You know, I think there's an SPO for every single major in the Fox Business School. Mm. You can join a club catered to your major, meet like-minded people. Right. Um, My SPO that I'm in, PAD, Phi Alpha Delta Law Fraternity. Um, If you are interested in law at all, you can definitely join. You do not have to be a legal studies major to join. Any major in the Fox School can join PAD. And if you have any interest in law or risk management or anything, it's a really good club to join. So what do you guys talk about? Like, what all goes into this club? Obviously, it's a law organization, but what do you guys specifically do? There's LSAT preps, I think, on Mondays and Fridays. Mm -hmm. And then we have guest speakers. We'll have law school admissions people come in. We'll have, you know, resume people come in. We'll have lawyers come in and talk about their profession, what they do. It's really a great opportunity to network and kind of get your name to the right people and get your name in the room. And it's also just a great opportunity to learn about, especially what I want to do in my future. I love that. Khan kind of does the same thing, too, but, you know. No Fox is better. <laughs> hey, all we got to say is Quentin Brunson. We straight. <laughs> all we got to say is Quentin Brunson. All we have to say is Honey Grow. We, right? Calm, the Calm Jill app. Scott, Are you stressed? Jill calm. Scott, stop what you doing. She went to Temple? She did. Yeah. yeah, she went to Temple and she was in class. <laughs> really? I didn't even know she went to... That hurt, didn't it? No. <laughs> no. So, talking about the Honors Program again, um, can people get into the Honors Program even after, like, freshman year? Or is it something you can only get into... Like, as you're applying for Temple. No, you can get in the honors program whenever. I think you just have to apply. You just have to have a certain GPA requirement, submit your application, and you can definitely become a Temple Fox honor student. Period. <laughs> Join the club, guys. Is and it you- hard? To get in? No, is it is it like the Fox honors program? Is, is it hard or is it like... Easy. She just. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it's any harder than the regular classes, to be honest. So it's just light work for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just different. I would say, like, my regular classes are so much bigger. So you don't really get to connect with anybody. You don't really get to make friends. And I think it's more discussion based instead right. of, like, work. That, that, that. Nah, that's dope. Yeah. That is. I, I mean, I would love a more, like, secluded class. Like she said, a lot of my classes are the lecture hall. So I don't really get to meet the people in my class. I'll see them in almost every class, but we're all sitting in our designated spots with different people. So that I definitely do think is really cool. You said earlier that you, this semester, you want to get more involved, get more involved in different organizations specifically. So what type of organizations are you seeking? Obviously, you're in the law organization, but what other ones? 
There's another SBO, fashion and business, that I'm really trying to delve into right now. It's the only, I think, SBO that really isn't catered to a major. And it kind of brings out a more creative side. You get to meet fashion people in the industry and really just do something that, you know, I wouldn't normally do. I definitely just want to branch out. I love all things fashion entertainment. So I'm really excited. So you like entertainment. What type of law would you do? Would you ever consider entertainment law? That's exactly what I want to do. Period. I want to be an entertainment lawyer, review contracts, negotiate. Would you consider entertainment radio? You know, this is great. Like, I would <laughs> <laughs> sign me up, put me in coach. Like, this is nice. She would do. She would be. An so she would be. So she would do wake up call. Would you do wake up call? <laughs> I'd wake up for you, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So being a freshman. What advice would, because right now, high school students are going through the application process, or at least getting close to the end of it. What advice would you give to, let's give, you're going to give a few pieces of advice. First piece of advice, what advice would you give to an incoming freshman? Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to an incoming student at Temple? And then, I think that's it. it. (laughs) Oh, and then honors program. Advice to anyone entering honors program. Okay, well, Incoming freshmen, definitely just, as far as, like, a social life, making friends, I really didn't start making friends until I was started being myself. It sounds so cliche, but, like, I got here and I kind of put on a mask to try to, like, oh, be nice, be nice, da 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 But when I really started being myself is when I really started meeting people that I could vibe with and that were, like, for me. So definitely just be yourself going into school wherever you go. Incoming Temple students, definitely get involved. Like, there's so many great opportunities even the wake-up call like this is so cool and if you have any interest like just look for it like just go and do it i like looking at Corey. like i'm just so proud because like she really did what she wanted to do and so yeah just get involved and then honors stay on top of your work i mean there's a 3.25 you have to make it every semester so stay on top of your work do what you got to do every semester oh wow i think it might be yearly on a year basis. Cumulative, you have to have a 3.25. Oh, nah. Hey, bro. (laughs) So that keeps you doing your work. You have to stay in the honors program. Oh, dang. So definitely lock in. Have fun, but lock in. Lock in. Be focused. Lock in. Well, thank you so much, Morgan. It's so cool. Guys, I've officially had all my roomies here. (laughs) Roomies and sweet mates. So I'm so happy you came here today. Thank Thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone to come on Wake Up Call. You shared so much, like, so much information with us. People that want to be the honors students, you know. You can still do that, so get involved. What you trying to say, me? I'm a junior right now, like... No, I'm saying in general. Like, for people listening, if you're a freshman, you can still get involved in the honors program. If you're a sophomore, you can do that as well. But thank you so much for coming on, Morgan. You have a class. So have fun. <laughs> but coming up, next, coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Morgan, for stopping by. Coming up next, we have some campus conversations. We are going to talk all things campus. How y'all liking y'all professors thus far this year? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it in between? What is it? Ladies and gentlemen, J. Matthew II, Corey Parker, Randy Lane. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wake Up Call. You're listening to the WHIP Radio with Jay Matthews and Corey Parker and Randy Lane. We about to get into some conversations where we about to just talk about some Canvas talk. We about to just talk about these professors. Do y'all like y'all professors this far this year? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. It's Corey P, Randy Lane, and Jay 
In the stew. In the stew. My professors are cool. Right. I don't know their name. <laughs> um, yeah. Rapping wasn't my thing. No, but no, I like my professors. They're cool. But like I told you guys, like I only have one in-person class and one virtual class, and the rest are asynchronous. So right. half of my teachers, I don't even know them. Like I've only seen them through videos. Mm-hmm. One teacher, we got our class canceled last week because of the snow. Well, no, we were all coming back to school, mm-hmm. and it's only meets once a week. And then my other teacher, he seems, he's cool. I don't really, under, I feel like he makes things more complex than they need to be, mm. personally. But, like, I'm here for it. What about you, Randy? Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm liking my professors so far. They're chill. Nothing too crazy has happened yet. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with them. Yeah, they're nice. I'm giving I'm giving it to after spring break because I you the the thing about college you cannot trust these professors first thing first like I learned that the hard way like they'll be nice and kiki all the first two weeks after that it's locked loaded ready to go because don't forget for those two weeks you get to add and drop your classes for free and all that but once they get the hammer it's the hammer right. it's time to go so I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it two weeks I'm gonna give it to after, I'm gonna give it to after spring break too. You know, just to see if I like them or not. But so far, they all right. They but all right. Do, but doesn't add drop period end? So would you like, would you guys ever consider dropping it? You can't drop it after two weeks, though, right? No, you can't. Uh-huh. It's a withdrawal after. That. Oh, so if you don't like your class, are you just going to withdraw? Oh, no, I'm not withdrawing nothing. Like, oh, uh-oh. That shows up <laughs> I, ain't dropping, I ain't withdrawing nothing. So you're not going to use these, like, up to coming weeks or days until I drop to decide if you well, want to leave it? I think add just end it. Ad drop ends on Monday, right? Yeah, I think it ends on Monday. Yeah. Really? So if you don't like your class, add and drop by Monday. You feel me? Yeah. And so what is the with Like, if you withdraw, you can't add a class in replacement? No. Nah. And then oh. that shows up on your transcript. And that's bad. Why? Because it's good if you're about to fail that class. I learned this yesterday. If you're about yeah. to fail that class, mm-hmm. it doesn't... If you withdraw by the time the withdrawal date ends, you're fine. With, your GPA is fine. Nothing will happen to your GPA. However that withdrawal will show up on your transcript yeah. for, like, the college to see if you want to transfer or something. Other universities will see. Yeah. It's but just, why it's is not it a bad? Look. It's not a good look that you... Yeah, withdrew. It looks like you're, like, bad. I mean, one class, that's cool, but it's, like, three, four classes, that's just really not a good look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But one class, like, one class, you'll be fine if you withdraw. I withdraw one class my freshman, uh, freshman year. It didn't really do nothing. Like, my grades got better after that, so. Period. Yeah, so if you want to withdraw a class, ad-free. Listen, they got that bad boy. It's good. It's fine. But online, I've been seeing a lot of, like, and this isn't in college, though, but this is more so grade school. You know, I've seen a lot of teachers and a lot of professors. I've seen them be creative with their students. I've seen them, you know, interact with their students in very creative of various forms that we just didn't have when we was in school. So let me ask y'all this. When y'all have night classes or even early morning classes, heck, even afternoon classes, do you think your professors should be more creative or they're fine the way they are? In what aspect do you mean? Like, just make the class interesting. Like, let's talk about our day before we talk about, you know, what's going on in class. Like, I would definitely definitely like a more appealing PowerPoint to look at. Mm. Like, something more entertaining than the standard. I would like, I don't know, some like animations or like... A little, like, meme break or something, or, like, add your favorite, you know, something like that, just to keep me awake if you're going to be lecturing for, like, an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. What about you, Corey? No, I agree, but for me, a lot of my classes are lecture halls, so I don't know how they would make it 
more <laughs> interesting in that regard. Like, they couldn't do an icebreaker. I mean, I guess they could with, like, the people next to you. But, like, I feel like that would just be corny. Like, if I'm I'm thinking, like, I saying out loud it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. But if we're in person, I feel like it would be one of those things where it's like, come on, professor. Mm-hmm. We're in college. Like, why are you doing this? You know? Y'all be participating in class? Yeah. All the time. Let's go. So, depends on the class. The lecture hall classes, you'll never see me participating. Y'all know Stat last year, he would get us to raise our hands and answer questions. Yeah, participate. I yeah. I'm not participating in Stat. Y'all know how Stat <laughs> ended for me. I wasn't participating. Participate. Wait, we never knew how it ended. We never knew how it ended. <laughs> oh, it didn't end well. I mean, I passed. That's all that matters. Yep. So you just get degrees. Oh, but God. like, yeah, I passed. Go be a participant in class, Corey. Raise your hand, yeah. Why you giving me that face? You, no. You know, like you know, they be counting participation and all that, right? But not in a lecture hall like that, no. Nah, but some do. You know, you know how they be boosting your grade up. So it's like I had a B, right? Participation point, boom, got myself to a B plus, almost an A minus. So it's like, yeah, hmm. participate. Participation is cool. Like I would definitely participate if I know what we're talking about mm-hmm. or if I like what we're talking, what we're talking about. about. Otherwise, I'm not embarrassing myself and saying something stupid. Ain't no problem with that, but yeah. But um, do I think professors should be more creative? My thing is this: when it comes to them night classes, they just be so boring. Like from five thirty to six, it's like you gotta like entertain me somehow, right. some way. Like I can't just keep hearing you talk over and over and over again. I don't feel like I don't feel like hearing your mouth. Like I want to go to sleep. You know, I want to chill. You know, no shade to the professors, but it's like. You feel me? Like, I don't want to, like, hear you over and over and over again. Like, mm-hmm. like make it interesting. Like, let's do some activities. Move me around. Like, do something, bro. Like, I don't mind. I ain't about to, ain't about to sit in there and write some notes and call it a day. No. No, that's fair. Because I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> but I feel like in their head, too, like, we're college students. They probably think we're adults. We don't need mm-hmm. to have fun in class. Like, that was what high school, middle school, elementary school was for. Well, that was a different kind of fun. But, um, yeah. True. <laughs> it was a different kind of fun, though. Um, But... Yeah, that was a whole different kind of fun. But, um, yeah, just be more creative. You know what I mean? Like, relate to the students. And do y'all think that's missing in today's world? Like, the adaptability to having, like, the adaptability to students. Like, being able to adapt to students. You know what I mean? I feel like for some people, maybe. Like, adaptability. Like, just, like, how do I want to say this? Like, connecting with Yeah, connecting with them. Like, being, like, not too involved, but it's, like, just being involved and just being, like, you know, just be cool, calm, collected and just adapting to, like, Maybe what they're going through, or maybe how they feeling. You know, just adapting to them. You feel me? My, oh, no. Oh. I was gonna say like that would be nice for professors to do that. And thankfully, I've definitely had professors in the past who have done their best, and I've kind of succeeded in that type of front. But I get what you mean, Jay. Completely, right, right. they need to have more connections with their students as well. But we also have to remember, um, playing devil's advocate here, it's right. a two way street. You're mm-hmm. two adults essentially. You're two adults. So, yes, one professor, one's a student. Um, also, utilize office hours. I would say that. Sometimes students are like, I don't know my professor like that, blah, blah, blah. It's like a lecture hall of 200 people. They tell you their office hours. They have office hours available. You can set up a meeting. You could mm. do that, too. Yeah. Somebody That's looks all. like they haven't gone to office hours. No, mm. I've never been to office hours. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> like, I've never. I went in high school once. My parents were always like, Corey, go to office hours. I'm like, no. Like, For what? No. <laughs> like, I could easily... It's just, no. Unless my grade really, really bad. Even if my grade's really, really bad. <laughs> still not going to office hours. Nah, unless I'm like, all right, bad, I'm trying to get that bad boy. And it's a requirement, too. Yeah, yeah, let me just go to these office hours right quick. But I feel like that's, it's times like that when I don't understand something, I just ask one of my friends. 
Because they'll at least someone I know will understand. Someone me. smart. Exactly. Like someone. Morgan and I for econ and stat <laughs> when we were struggling. We would help each other. Like someone would know it, and if we didn't, we go to YouTube or we ask our other roommate who was instead. Let me ask Morgan. Did y'all do good? Did Did y'all do good? Was y'all grades good? Did you help her out where her grades was good? Yeah, right. we definitely helped. All right. It was the struggle was real though. <laughs> the struggle is always real. Like, but no, like stat was just a hard, hard class. Like I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even stat. It was like quantitative methods of business one. And it was stuff I did in high school that I did well at in high school. But when I came to college, it was just completely harder. It's who? Quantitative methods of business one. That's, now I'm taking the second version. That's, oh, that's, oh, that's even more. Uh-uh, that's too much. No, it's awful. But, um, yeah, like the adaptability when it comes to that, yeah, they got to be adaptable. Because it's like, my thing is this, back in the day when I had professors and all that, it was always strict and, you know, oh, X, Y, Z, da-da-da-da, like, do this, do that. No, you got to be able to adapt to them, you feel me? Because they ain't going to rock with you, you feel me? Now I know, you 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 know, not every student going to like you, that's cool. But at least, you know, relate to them, you know? Right. Get to know them, you feel me? Like, you don't got to be, you don't got to be, you know, a butt, you know, all the time, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, just adapt to me, ask, ask me how my day doing. If I'm messing up at class, you know, just talk to me. Be like, yo, What's going on? You you doing well? Da da da. Because something could be going on in people's lives, right. and people don't know that. So it's like you gotta just adapt to them. You don't know, understand them. You feel me? And that's what's missing today. Well, not missing now, but that's what was missing. But now it's getting better as years go along. You feel me? But I don't understand how you would do that. I agree with you, but how would you do that in a lecture hall? Because those are like the classes. I feel like going back to your two way street thing. You, the student, have to put in the relationship first for them to do it in a class that's smaller mm-hmm. and more just you know, tight-knit community, I can see how the teacher might put it in first. Like, I know for my lecture classes, unless you went to the office hours, it was great. But if you didn't, I don't really know you outside of your class. But, like, some of my teachers would, like, for example, our stat teacher, he would talk about his private life, how his wife is pregnant, yada, yada, yada. Oh, congrats. Right. I, like, that's so cool. <laughs> but, like, they would open up about their personal lives, which I think kind of made it sound like they were more human than just our yeah, professor, no which I thought was cool. But at the same time, that was really all he could do for a lecture class. He can't really go to each student when there's 200 students and he's teaching two classes, each with 200 students, and build a relationship with each of them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you talked about stat in the fall semester. Now we're in the spring semester. I know it may be a little bit too early, but let's talk about which professor do you like better, the fall professors or the spring professors? It seems like you're trying to set us up for something. For what? I don't know. Be attacked. Yeah, I don't know. Go know. ahead, say the answer. No, 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 say I'm not. It. I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Just because I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Especially because it's on the radio. Mm-mm, no. They're both great. I would say, I would say, yeah, I have a great relationship so far. I had a great relationship with my fall professors so far with my spring professors. See, they trying to be good on radio and whatnot. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, bro. Listen, <clears throat> excuse me. That probate. Um, but anyways. Please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Out of breath. Hydrate me. <laughs> but I would say the fall. I would say the fall professors, though, and here's why. The only reason I'm not saying spring is because of freshman year. That's it. Like, I was messing up in the spring, but we ain't going to get there. But, yeah, fall, they much more calm. They much more relaxed in spring. They just trying to get that bad boy out the way. Like, think about it, though. Why do you think they give us all these um exams and all that after spring break? Like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Y'all don't even have exams. It don't y'all matter. Y'all have projects. Why no, are you saying y'all get exams? My thing is this, though, because I used to do journalism, right? So it's like they would give us an exam after spring break where we all know we're tired, where we all know we're not mentally there. We're all not really focused that much. 
after spring break. Like, there's a thing called spring break layoff. You'll learn about that after. You'll learn about that after spring break. You don't know about it? No, this is new. This is new to me. So, spring break layoff is when you come back to school. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, my thing is this: it's you come back after spring break. You're not. You're just not there. You might be physically there, but you're not mentally there. Like, imagine if you had an exam after spring break. You're not gonna be there. Like in a mental aspect, y'all get what I mean? No. How? It sounds it's, like a you problem. It's a J mind. Me? It's yeah. A J thing. I mean, I buckled down since I buckled down since freshman year. It's a no. J thing. No, it's a everyone thing. It's a J thing. Especially Literally, after spring break, I am like on the move because I can see the light at the end of the tunnel after spring break. I started doing that last year though. I, I started doing that last year, but the year before, I was just like, bro, like I'm not in it. I'm not in it. What's after spring break, how many more weeks do we have? Because we're making mad early, so like we have like a month. Yeah, like two months. It's like a month, right? Because month and two months are very different. April, May. Because we're barely in school in May. Right? Oh, yeah, it's, nah, yeah, nah. Like the last day of class is yeah, like, like a the month, the month yeah. of like the week of like the thirtieth of April. But after, true, but after spring break, when the weather be, whoo, I cannot wait. Bell I Tower, can't. what? BSU's having a takeover. Go. Yeah, I know. I know. Y'all got y'all takeover. Go. Say it again. I say, I'm going to have to take over, go. I think so. I think they're doing the takeover. Nice, nice. Well, we will keep you up informed with spring break and after spring break. And the first day of spring, it's on that Tuesday, March 19th. So make sure y'all tune in for that. But we are all out of time today, ladies and gentlemen. This was a good, this was a little good show, good show. But we will be right back mm, tomorrow. We'll actually be right back tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for joining us on this momentous occasion, on this momentous Tuesday. It is Jay Matthews second, Corey Parker, Randy Lane, Morgan Pill. Thank you for joining us. Yes. And we will see y'all tomorrow on Wednesday. Rachel and Corey in the stew. See ya.